0: right here we go for another Tim Tuck I'm so looking forward to this one you know I've recently been preparing to write a well I am writing a book on nature awareness and it's kind of morphed into kind of an overall book about awareness of nature and thoughts about it and recently I had um, one of the guys that works for me Elliot um, transcribe a piece and I wanted to read it to you and I this has to do with, um, you know, I was talking about the code of honor the other day, and I wanted to go into that more deeply throughout time. So I'm going to go into the one, be of service and help when help is needed right now. And think about that. Only to nature right now, I'm, I'm applying this for this talk, this Tim talk. Help when help is needed and to be of service. Think about how wonderful that sounds to be of service to nature, to when help is needed. You rise to the occasion and you help. Those two things alone will take you so deep into nature and such a personal level that it will profoundly change your life forever. And as you build your nature skills and your awareness skills build up, you will find that more and more opportunities to be a hero to nature will arise. Chances to help animals, plants, and other things in nature will arise as your awareness builds up. You'll see more, more of the world will show up. Um, Just on a side note, as you build up your nature awareness, often it's like you have these moments where you do all this work. You practice tracking, you practice hearing, you practice bringing your senses alive more. You practice all the things we've talked about to bring you more deeply into nature. And it seems like you're kind of going along okay, and then all of a sudden, It'll have this crescendo of buildup. And you'll wake up one morning and you'll just know more, like a lot more. And that's how the teaching works with nature. And it works that way with a lot of teachings with that kind of a buildup. So you have to trust in that process and put your time in. And help when help is needed and be of service to nature. I mean, what better way to spend your life than having that a big part of it? So I thought about it from this writing I did. One of the things I like to do is I like to go in the month of February with my wife Jean. We go to the big island of Hawaii. We stay in a little place there on the coast and it's a very, very, very sacred landscape that I go out on every day and particularly at night and I watch the sunset and the Vog which is is, which is mist from the volcano. It's called Vog and over a reef and then I swim in the reef and I snorkel with turtles. And I hear the whales just off the reef making their sounds underwater and there's countless fish. It's just an amazing experience. And it's one way that I, I do it alone. It, it's, it's very peaceful, centering for me. And I, I find it something I need to do. It's like a pilgrimage every year I go there. And the alone part's important. While I love to do things with my friends and my family, and my wife and so forth, I, you, we all need that certain just our alone time with nature. And that's, again, where help when help is needed can come in. Um, So one thing that comes up there is there's these turtles, usually about five or six of them, that every day sleep up there. Um, They climb out of the water and they sleep for the night um, on the gravel. And I feel very protective over them because there's certain people over there that would be happy to grab them, put them in their car, and eat them. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds terrible. It's true. So I watch for them, and I've had to stop a couple of people from messing around with them and educate a few people and so forth. And in the process, it's, it's brought me closer to the turtles. I'm, I get to know them personally. The other thing that happens when I'm on the big island of Hawaii, and this happens on all the islands that I go to, is there's these crabs. I don't even know their name. I'm, I don't even care that much that I know the name. They're little crabs that live on the beaches and they dig holes down and they go into there and they hide and they come out and they wander off a little ways from the hole and they eat their. Food, different debris from the ocean, dead fish, crustaceans, insects, things that have washed up. And then when they get scared, they run back down in. And they're awesome beings. And what I've noticed so often is how people never see them. And they're all over. There could be a hundred people on the beach, right? Th- and, and they'll be wandering around and they hardly even notice them. The crabs are always looking, though, at them. But the thing that always confused me and saddened me is so many people step on their holes and crush them in when they're in the hole. And I've always wondered, well, what happens? So here's a little thing I wrote for this upcoming nature awareness book that will be out sometime next year in August. And here's, it's called The crabs. I love the beaches of Hawaii, especially the unique crabs that dig holes in the sand. The crabs dig tunnels and create a cavity at the bottom. I love watching them. It's clear they love watching me. Yes, crabs can love. It's true. It's in their own way. They entertain me endlessly and never hurt me in any way. One day I was lying on the sand on my back and I felt a pressing. It dawned on me that a crab was trying to move me. So I moved. I was, it was the right thing to do. I moved for the crab. Imagine, I'll just deviate from the story for a second. Imagine how good he must have felt, or she, at being able to get that big monstrous human to move so he could get out of his hole. I, I've observed countless people on the beaches that never take notice of these crabs. They crush their holes endlessly. This saddens me, as it's the crab's home too. I just want people to care, to be aware, to walk around the holes. What happens when a hole is crushed? Can a crab get out? I'm not sure. There seems to be many crabs, so I have hope. I'm immensely jealous of the crabs. You see, they can move all eight legs independent of each other, and their eyes, too. That's amazing. I'd say a miracle. Now hear this good news. If you're a crab or a crab lover, when all the people on the beach leave for the night, the crab's time arrives. The tide comes in, the beach loses the footprints. The crabs do their work, eating and digging their homes. I come in in the morning and I see the industrious work through their tracks. Life goes on another day, crab day, my day. The crabs and I really don't care what the crowds miss. It's our secret right at their feet. Now, I like to, it's an amazing story in that it's our secret right at their feet. I can literally be there with hundreds of people on the beach and I'm having my own personal experience with nature and the crabs with me and I don't think anybody even knows or cares. This is not a diss on people or anything else, although it is amazing to realize just how unaware of the world around them most human beings are. And now, with modern technology and the use of smartphones, it has gotten so bad that I don't think people are even aware of what's at their feet. They're, they're more aware, literally, sadly, they're more aware of if that cell phone buzzes and if somebody's contacted them or something like that. And I know there's, a, it's a balance for all this and we have to figure it out as human beings, but man, I think the, the development of this technology, this modern technology has hurt the human ability to connect deeply with nature. We've, it's made it more difficult. And it's done it, it's been very silent the way it's done it. It's just kind of snuck into our lives and taken over. And most people don't even know what they're missing. So it's learning to live in balance, right? Live in balance with the technology, the cell phones, the smartphones, the computers. Live in balance with nature. Live in balance with our bodies, right? It's a great teaching. It always comes back to how do we live in a good way? so that the rest of the beings that live on our planet and our Earth itself can also live in a good way so that we can all win. Whether it's our best friends, our community, the spider in our room, the mice living at our feet, the dogs down the street, our friends, you know—you name it, whatever it is, we all have to learn to live in balance. Or the opposite, is just not a good way to live and it's not a sustainable way to live. So that's something that we can always learn from nature. Now, back to being of service to nature and help when help is needed. There's so many ways to do this, guys, and it makes you feel so good. First of all, you have to be willing to help. Second, you've got to be able and willing to see what's needed or to hear what's needed or to feel what's needed. Otherwise, you'll pass a thousand opportunities They were just screaming to you in different ways. But you didn't do it because you missed it. So there has to be a willingness that comes from you and then an awareness of what's needed. And then you gotta get off your butt and do it. You gotta do it. You gotta stop and do it. And I've noticed with human beings today so much, we're always so busy. We never have time for the journey in between point A to point B. We always gotta get somewhere. We always gotta do something. We always have to be some something. And we we've, we miss the world around us. It's so sad in so many ways. So practicing help when help is needed and being of service to nature will help us to stop, pay attention, and directly work with the planet and the living beings on it, which will have incredible gifts for us, like connecting us, making us feel good about ourselves, helping us to feel like we're making a difference in the world, helping us to see more of the detail of the beauty and to feel and understand how many things live at our feet and around us and how these things support us to have good lives. I mean, so many things come out of this, guys. Right now, as I'm talking to you, I'm, I'm looking down, if I just look right here, I'm looking at about 20 fish swimming around. These fish are enjoying this pool because we made this pool for them. And they're having a great time here and a great year. Now, when winter comes, I know I've got to break down the dam a little so they can swim on and find safer places or they're going to be into trouble. So I'm already thinking, how can I help the fish that live in the pool in the creek that I caretake and swim in every day? And that's a wonderful thing. Every time I jump in this creek, which is three or four times a day with my dogs uh, in the summer when it's warm and now in the, coming to the fall, every time, I know I'm swimming with 20 fish in there. They're my buds. I I, I love it. It's just, it's for no other reason. It's just, it's just enjoyable to know they're there sharing the creek with me. It's a communion between us. And nobody's trying to get something from each other. When I'm not trying to hurt them, they're not trying to hurt me. We're just enjoying the water. The water is the catalyst to bring us together. So help and help is needed. The greatest teachers of all are insects. Just today, I, was, uh, uh, I noticed uh, an, an insect walking on some, uh, somebody's collar who was working in our yard. I grabbed it and took it off because it was going to get smashed, and I realized it, it was a larvae of a ladybug beetle, a, lady, a, a, a ladybug. And I put it on a bush, and I know it's going to hatch out now. You know, I've got spiders that, in my office. I try to let them live in there. I don't, you know, I don't want 100,000 spiders in my office, but a few here and there. Let them help catch some of the flies that come in. And I get to enjoy watching them. Everybody benefits. There's countless plants that need trimming, or you've got to, you, if you're walking along, if you step on them, fluff them up and help them up. You know, there's, there's animal holes get covered, un, unearth them and let them have their space. Um, I could just go on forever on all the ways you can help nature. But I want, more than anything, I want you to discover it, I want you to look for ways. And when you participate, when you do, you will feel more connected and engaged and life will be better for you. All right, so I'll finish this talk with this. Think of all the ways that you can help nature and animals. Write them down and get out in the woods and start to do them. And ask the woods, what can I do for you today? And see what happens. You know what, I'll just... A simple thing that comes to my mind is we do a lot of rock work on this land. So we're always picking up rocks and moving them and building things and so forth. Now, when we build these cool rock walls and things, they become endless homes for lizards and different animals that crawl through them, birds that hide in there for safety. But the greatest gift of all that comes from the rock work is when I've told all my students, when you pick a rock up and there's an ant nest under it, you gently put it back. You gently put it back. The ants have made their home there. They take priority. Find another rock. Another thing I do is I create wildlife habitat in my yard. Like I feed birds. And I I feed them in different stations. And I feed a variety of food. And then I plant plants that are healthy for them that provide a lot of berries and things. And I plant plants that are there for cover for them so they can hide from predators. So there's that part of it too. The earth caretaking part where you you don't just help when help is needed, but you actually add something that helps in a bigger picture. And then the beauty of that is I get to sit in my front yard and walk around all day in it and have endless birds, migratory and local, share my space with me. I live in a bird sanctuary. I get to see them all the time. You know what a gift that is alone? I mean, most people have to go bird watching to find birds of any great amount. I've got hundreds, if not thousands, every day in my yard, hanging out with me, spending time, you know, so it's is the limit. The only thing stopping you is you. So get out there and help nature whenever you can. Enjoy it. Ho.